Good morning. It is Lala Kent. Yeah, you heard that right, what baby. What the fuck was that? Wow. I'm awoke as shit today. I have McDonald's hash brown in my mouth. I'm feeling myself. Well, what's the name of our podcast? <laughs> give them everybody? Lala. It's Give Them Lala fuck. with Randall. Well, here's the thing. A lot of stuff going on in the world. We have an election coming up. We have Halloween coming up. It's exciting as fuck. The election, Halloween. <sighs> COVID. We got a trifecta. But here's the thing. Here's the thing. Timmy. Yeah. Do you know what you're going to be for Halloween? I think I'm going as a member of the uh, the Incredibles family. A real original. Yeah, Mr. Mr. Incredible. <laughs> you're so fucked <laughs> up, Randall. <laughs> I don't choose the costumes. The My kids, kids choose I know, the costumes. I know. Whatever they want to do. I know. I love you know? that. I do. Okay. Yeah. That one you want. Okay. See how I shut up? That one you can't say. <laughs> because I've had birthdays that Riley has. Knows. I say, Riley, what do you want the birthday big? I want a unicorn and I want. A- yeah. Last year, Randall got Riley a unicorn that looked like 6'9", <laughs> the rapper. I was like, what is this 6'9", donkey that you've rented as the unicorn? Last year, there was only one adult male size costume left in Target yeah. for me. It was like two days before Halloween and it's a giant Eeyore costume. So uh, if I don't get the Mr. Incredible in time, I'll be going as Eeyore. Lala, what are you going to be? Or me, my house fell down. What? Tim, total La- Timbo. Lala, wow, will you do the Grinch for me one time? Because people have never heard you do the Grinch. And and uh, by the way, I want to say one thing before you do it. I'm going to film it because your fans always hit me like, where's the picture of you going, what? And I put the picture up. But but I, I don't know. I saw it. Someone someone posted it and then gave our podcast mad props. They did? Yeah. Right. It was so cute. Okay, so I want people to see this video because Lala and basically takes over. Nervous. Oh, stop. But Lala is one of the greatest Grinch actors on the face of the is planet. Is this the original or is this like the uh, Benedict? No, you like had to go it. there. You had to go yeah. there. There's so I mean, many really, Grinches. Oh, my God. Tim. Tim. Jim Carrey. Tim, sometimes you got to just take a time. <laughs> you got to take a time out. You got to take a time out. I'll, I guess I'll know in a second. Lala, will you tell him to take a time out, please? <laughs> Tim, obviously the the one with Jim Carrey. There is okay, only one Tim. Okay, sorry. If you you're know, like continue, the guy, continue. you're like the guy that's like, I really want to watch Charlie and the Chocolate Factory, the one with Gene Wilder. It's like, no, no. the one with Johnny Depp. Obviously, I want to watch the one with Gene Wilder. I want to watch the one yeah, with Gene the Gene, Wilder. yeah, Gene Wilder yeah. one is. But we're also old. All right, Lala. both of you sit the fuck down. <laughs> okay, Lala, I'm gonna what? video it so we can put it on on the uh, tomorrow when it drops. Okay. 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 Right? Okay. And hold on. Shaving you? Is that what you think I was doing? Rongo. <laughs> I made a notice you were improperly packaged, my dear. Max, pick out a bow. <laughs> How good is she? That's, That's a baby. You are so That's good. Fantastic. Good job. Uh, thank you. Okay, because it's how I hope it's as good. Like I've never seen it recorded, so if I see it and shit, I'm never just doing don't it watch. Your fans <laughs> I'm are not gonna watch. gonna watch it. It's great. I love it. Okay, thank you. Tim. Okay, thanks for doing it. You're after I, I questioned, <laughs> do you know what time it is, guys? It's time for the surprise caller. Oh my God, Randall, 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 my earphones, my headphones are going to... Take them off. Take the headphones off. Okay, so so far we've done this four weeks in a row. Two weeks in a row, it's been my mom and the other two have been Randall's mom. That's not true. Jax was one. Oh, that's right. Okay. And Brittany. And Brittany. This is what... Thank thank you, Stacey. My producer just gave me props because all all you do is try to break me down. So this guest, you'll never guess. I have to keep him under my thumb. To this, keep him with me. This you know? guest, you'll never guess, 
I'm very excited that this particular guest agreed to be the surprise guest. And because it's Halloween, I'm calling this guest and we're going to ask Halloween questions. Okay. Here we go. Here's your surprise guest. It's the great Halloween questions. Oh my God. Hello. Our surprise guest is. Who? Ask. Who is it? Who is this? <laughs> Bobo. You yeah! called me. You called me. <laughs> <laughs> Bobo, we do a surprise guest and I never know who it is. Well, that's the point of the surprise <laughs> guest. <laughs> I just heard. No, that makes sense. Okay, Bo. What's up? We're coming we're coming to your house for Halloween. What is what your is your costume a surprise or can you tell us what you're gonna be? Yeah, but we're talking about costumes today. We and you, yeah, go ahead. No, you go ahead. <laughs> Bo, I just know that you are like all in on the Halloween front. So just share with us your costume so that I feel super basic when I show up as a Hollywood producer. You know what? <laughs> like a real good Hollywood producer, or like a has been Hollywood producer. Has you been. Figure, has figure, been. Figure one of He's going to dress up as one that like only makes Bruce Willis movies. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 wow, wow, wow. I'm, I'm about, wow. You want to go there today? <laughs> I'm sorry. Okay, Bo, tell me. I, you know what? I have, I have no idea. This is the first Halloween. Well, I, I feel like I have a bah humbug with Halloween because Stasi has literally bought Halloween stuff since. I don't know the beginning of September. <laughs> yeah. So I am so fucking over Halloween right now, and it ha- and this used to be my favorite holiday, but oh, I've been no. staring at freaking pumpkins and spider webs for over almost two months now. <laughs> but I'm just like, I'm ready for Christmas. I'm oh. literally ready for Christmas, and I give zero f's. I'm just gonna maybe I'll just you know put on one of her dresses, you know. <laughs> Oh and my just god, call it that's a freaking you, day. That's what you should do. <laughs> so Bo, when you're when we walk in your house, you're staying for almost two months now. You you've had basically a haunted house. For two I mean, yeah, it's a freaking haunted house. And now <laughs> it's like finally you can be a pumpkin. So now we have like ro- rotting pumpkins that we carved four days ago all around the house. <laughs> Now we have new pumpkins that like are ready to get carved. I'm dying. They have all the. We don't have one pumpkin, one decoration. <laughs> it doesn't even look like Halloween. No, at it our looks house. like it looks like summertime. <laughs> sure we, I'm sure you guys can find like a Gucci gold pumpkin for Lala. Come on. Oh. Good, good point. Good point. Yeah, good point. I actually like that idea. I'm actually taking the Wait, girls. Wait, can you tell me what what Stassi is going to be? Something gross oh. and morbid. Something gross and morbid, and she's going to be using her uh, her belly as a prop. Let's just oh, say that. Oh, my God. It's going to be epic. It's going to be epic. <laughs> it's, it's, it's is gonna, it epic? It's, it's definitely like, I'm like, that's that's okay. I'm okay. <laughs> that's, 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 your, that's, that's what you're doing. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And now I can't wait. By the way, yeah, Bo, I'm not a Halloween person, so I'm just showing up as myself. I'm showing up as the baby mama of a movie producer. That's fair. Yeah. (laughs) All right. Well, that sounds boring, but (laughs) if I I can find something to like at least put something on, I'm going to do it. I can't, you know, I have to have some type of theme or some type of fun, but I can't just be like Stasi's husband. No, I feel, I feel like it's only like, 10 to 10 in the morning and once the day goes on Bo you're gonna get your mojo and be like I'm super hyped first of all Bo is super creative no one's hyped for anything hold on Bo you're super creative so I already know that you're gonna act like it's nothing 
and you're going to come in with like the award-winning costume. So I'm going to have something. Yeah. I'm going to have sure. something. I'm, I have a Halloween trunk that I'm going to oh, pull out of the egg. Oh, <laughs> so, <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> we'll just see what happens. Now I got to step my game up. Fuck. Okay, okay. Last question for you, Bo, because I, I, I know I, I disrupted your morning with this surprise guest question. What hobby have you taken up in COVID that we should know about? What new hobby? What new hobby that I've taken up? Um, or what hobby like, have you excelled at through COVID? Language learning. Really? Yeah, I've been like, um, I've, well, I mean, I've already like, you know, sp- speak Italian, but I haven't like practiced in a really long time. So I've been taking like two classes a week, online language learning. So I feel like that's like the thing. And, uh, and uh, oh, and I've been playing guitar a lot lately. Wait, can you play us a song on Halloween? Yes, I'll, I'll learn a creepy song for Halloween. Yeah, yes. but maybe it's something that we can sing to. No, just just be you, bro. I'll just be like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, could you play something that we could sing to that's also poppy, but also like that we don't have to have great voices, but like shut the fuck up, please. I was going to do like Someone's Watching Me by Rockwell. Okay, that's fine. And then, and then someone can do the Michael Jackson for part. Yes. I, I can't I get that it. high. Okay. We'll okay. do it. Bo, quick question. You were very kind. You drove all the way up to Santa Barbara for our baby reveal. What did you think going into it? And what did you think when you saw the people jump out of the airplane and it was a girl pink shoot? What did you, you think? You know what? I went in there with full on selfish intentions. I wanted you guys to have a girl no matter how bad Lala wanted a boy because I want my little girl to have a girlfriend. Yes! And I I totally went in there and I grabbed that pink pencil and everyone else had the blue and I was like, please be a girl, please be a girl. But then in Lala's face, I'm like, no, totally, you should get a boy. But then when Lala turned around, I was like, girl, 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 girl. And then boom, saw that that pink Saw that pink so uh, parachute, and I was like, yeah. By Dude. the way, I knew it was a girl. I told everybody. I told you, Bo. I said, it's a girl for sure. Now oh, I yeah. couldn't picture having anything but a girl. I'm like so excited. I get on, and I'm like, ooh, what's the most like hooker baby outfit I could buy today? Let's, oh, really? <laughs> so, really? You know? So she has like crop tops already. She's going to be so oh, chic. Oh, my <laughs> Big, God. giant bow turbans. Oh, <laughs> They're oh, so God. cute. That's hilarious. <laughs> Bo, thanks for thanks for being the surprise guest on our podcast. Bo, we of love course. you. Love you guys. All right, buddy. Love you. Bye, Bo. Happy Halloween. <laughs> 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 Yo, how good I, was that one? That was awesome. But can I tell you what I realized during that? You ate my fucking biscuit, dude. You ate both McDonald's biscuits. <laughs> Stare down. Can you have him go get another? That, that was rude. I can't even believe you did that. I was so looking forward to it after the podcast. You know we're on the air right now, so you should just pretend that you. This is real life. Oh, this my is God. real life, guys. You this, guys, I ate her biscuit, and now and on the break, you're gonna she, go get me another one. You're fucking dreaming. Okay, back to business. So I have. I'm excited about today, and I'll I'm tell you what. Seeding. <laughs> I won't be able to stop thinking about it until he tags someone. I want McDonald's fucking... too, so I'll, I'll buy you a biscuit. I need a fucking biscuit. Can we fucking move on? Yeah, sorry. Okay, what I want to say is I'm very excited about today's episode, and I'll tell you why. Tell me, baby. You invited somebody on this show that recently is sober and is a fellow, uh, has a show on the same network as you. So yes. why don't you share this? Because I know you're super, super fucking pumped up about this, and I'm excited to hear you guys talk about your journey. So today we have a housewife from Orange County. 
I had the honor of sharing my sobriety story with her in the most recent, it was like this week, a Glamour article about women on Bravo who are sober, which featured myself, uh, Leah McSweeney from Housewives of New York, and our guest today, Bronwyn Wyndham Burke. That's what's up. Let's go Bronwyn. That's that's who we're going to have on. I'm going to pick her brain about, you know. All good stuff. So, and I think I think I'm excited to hear you guys talk about sobriety being on television in reality because I know the environment, you know, has a lot of drinking, a lot of fun, and that's probably got to be, you know, a very similar journey of both of you being sober on your TV shows has to be a new experience or a unique experience for each of you. And I think it's interesting for fans to hear, even for me, what it was like to drink through all those years on the show and then have to suddenly stop. That's probably makes it even harder you know not that so sobriety is hard period but then right. being in an environment like that so new is got to be really challenging so it, it it was challenging and i'm excited to hear what it's like for her because you know she's she hasn't been sober for you know years on end she's still pretty fresh in it so filming a tv show fresh in sobriety man that's <sighs> a badass bitch Okay, powerful episode because two powerful women talking about sobriety. You introduce her and bring her on. We're going to cut to a break, you guys, because that's how we do things here. Thank you for that, though, Randall. We're going to cut to a break, and when we get back, we have Miss Bronwyn from OC Housewives. All right, we are back with Give Them Lala and Randall, and we have Bronwyn from OC Housewives. Yeah. Hey. Bronwyn! <laughs> hey, guys. Bronwyn, I have to first of all say, first of all, I am like the biggest closet Housewives of Orange County, so I love that you are a rock star on this show, and I love that you and Lala have come out in this sober superstar reality. Cool as shit. I know. Cool as shit. And right? Like, who would have thought it was possible given the climate of our of our uh, shows? It, it's truly insane. And, you know, I want to deep dive into all things fun about sobriety. <laughs> but let, we'll keep it light at the beginning. So this is your second season, Bronwyn, or third? This is my second season. Second season. And I have to know... What is it like filming a show with seven children? <laughs> Wait a second. I mean, Time out. Hold on, Bronwyn. <laughs> Are you that busy? You're pumping out seven kids? I mean, there, there's a big age gap between them all. So the oldest is 20 and the youngest is two. So like, you know, it was, I kind of like dribbled them out over time. Like, <laughs> like, let's just be honest. You know, I'm an alcoholic in all aspects of my life. I don't do anything in moderation. Like if I'm going to have one baby, I might as well have seven, you know? Totally. <laughs> right. It's like we, us alcoholics don't half-ass anything. It, we commit. Right. Exactly. You know? <laughs> Did you know from a young age that you wanted a big family or was it just kind of like you woke up one day and you're like, all right, I have seven kids? <laughs> I knew I wanted a big family. I actually told Sean that on our first date. I was 18. Keep in mind, I was 18. Oh, he was 22. Uh, oh. And I was like, I never want to work. I want to have a lot of kids and be a stay-at-home mom. Like, that was all I wanted, you know? Oh, my God. Just like Lala. <laughs> yeah. Not, not. <laughs> uh, 
Although I feel like Lala's working her ass off lately. I see all her um, beauty things. And no, I'm, jo- I'm joking, stuff. Bronwyn. She she can't sit <laughs> still no, for the No, seconds. Bronwyn, the problem is, the reason I can't have a lot of kids is because my fiancé is old as shit. It wouldn't oh, work yeah. out. Really nice. Really nice. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's hard. You did find him later at life. Bron- I Bronwyn, did. Bronwyn, I'm like, I'm like Chateau Margot, a really fine wine, and I age better every year. Bronwyn, I just want to say one thing. Can yeah. I send my fiance down to you for a little cooking training, like a little domestic training? Could you just give her like 2%, 2% of your um, domestic you ability? You know what I can do? I can send one of my nannies because they actually do a lot of the cooking. Yes! <laughs> that's my kind of yeah. girl. Well said. Well said. That, that's not one of my fortes either. I mean, my whole thing with cooking is like, if I can eat it with a fork, I'll eat it because I don't want to make a mess, you know? I'm totally. so lazy when it comes to feeding myself. So. <laughs> well said. No, I'm the same way. I'm like, <laughs> Randall, if you wanted a housewife, you picked the wrong one because you know, the cooking and cleaning just is not something I want to do that badly. No. Well, I want to say, say one thing. So she bullshitted me. So we're renovating our house. And she goes, if you build me a beautiful kitchen, I am going to cook for you every day. I built I, I the burners. I picked like the biggest one, like twelve or it looks like Burger King. My 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 stovetop, and she's been in there one time, one time literally. So it's all bullshit. Yeah, it's yeah. All she, bullshit. She played you. She played you. She played well. me. She played me. Well. So you guys have had, I believe, one episode air, correct? Yes. Okay, the first episode of Housewives of OC has aired. You guys are on like season a million really i think it's 15 right right yeah okay my sobriety journey was completely off camera as far as you know when i realized i was an alcoholic bronwyn the scene of you admitting that like i won't get emotional right now even though i want to was like the most beautiful thing and i feel like we all needed that you know us as alcoholics what was that moment like for you Sorry. <laughs> no, I, I actually get teary. I'm tearing up right now and I get chilled every time I see it because like it was intense. You know what I mean? I, I was 14 days sober when we started filming. When I sat down and told my producer that we were going to do this, I think I was three or four days sober. And I kind of committed to this without actually thinking it through, you know, I was just like, okay, we're going to do this. We're just going to do it. Right. And, um, you know, when I filmed that confessional where I said that it was still in the midst of quarantine. So I'd been very isolated. I'd been by myself. I'm not sure if I had found the zoom meetings yet, but like for me, it was almost cathartic talking to my producer. It was like therapy or something. So it was actually really beautiful to sit there with, with my producer and have that moment and just, you know, admitting it like that. Yeah. For some reason, those words are so hard to say the first time. They're so hard to say, but there is this sense of relief too, you know? You know, I, I say that to people often when they ask me like, what was that moment like for you? And it's like, you know, it was absolutely terrifying, but it felt like, you know, this dark tunnel that I had been living in for so many years, I finally saw light And it was almost like an elephant got off of my chest. Like, I'm taking control of my life, and I never have to live this way again. So I can relate. Isn't it so nice to not have to live like that anymore? Like, that's the, 
it's hard to explain it, but it's so freeing. It's so freeing. I look back on my calendars that I would keep, and it was so funny because you would look at like days that I would have nothing to do, and it was like I planned my my days around my hangover. Like if I knew I was going to go out the night before, it was like, well, I clearly can't do anything tomorrow. And the next day is going to be like full recovery, which is so insane because it was like, well, tomorrow I'm just going to drink all day. So like there really is, you know, I do. Yeah. It's funny. I was in my hotel room um, the other day and I was like cleaning my stuff out, putting it out because I'm so used to when I was drinking, I would prepare. So when I came back, everything was where it was needed to be. And I had this moment of wait, when I get back tonight, I can do this. Like, I still go through the motions that I did before. It's weird how much preparing I had to do to be drunk and hungover. I know. It was like, us alcoholics are like, we really, like I said, we commit, <laughs> you know? <laughs> yeah. when- no, Lala, Lala, Bron, Lala was, I mean, it, it was a full-time job for you, babe. I mean, I, I can laugh today. I wasn't, I definitely wasn't laughing living through it, but I am very proud of her. And, and like you said, when you just said to me the day that you said you're an alcoholic, those words, you know, I can only relate because I remember when you said it, babe, when you came in the office and you said I'm an alcoholic. Oh, he gets emotional, too. I, I definitely did some damage <laughs> on the people around me. Um, That's fucked up. Who, <laughs> who was the, but I'm was very your, proud of you. Very proud. Thank of you, you Rand. Bronwyn, was your husband the first person that you went to to say, like, I'm getting help? Or how how did that day look for you? He was. We were actually in Miami. We were at the W Hotel. Oh, and I God. Oh, right there. Yeah. Right there. Like That's an easy way to quit. Right there. <laughs> Fuck. And I knew we were going back to filming. And I at that point, I'd been drinking around the clock. And I hadn't stopped. And I was hiding alcohol and I mean I was doing all the typical stuff and I walked out of the room probably at four in the morning and I don't think he had realized I mean he must have known on some level it was out of control other people were reaching out to him but I walked I just had this moment of clarity and I walked into his room because I was sleeping on the couch or passed out on the couch and uh, I said I can't stop drinking I, I need to stop I need to stop and like he literally had to sit on me because the the withdrawal was so painful. Oh God! Like that, I detoxed on my own, which I don't recommend to anyone. Um, but it was so physically painful. Did you start your detox right there at the W in Miami, like from this four day bender? I did. Wow! I did, and I detoxed on the plane. Oh, it was not pretty. It was not a pretty thing. And he said, and I think once I said it that one time, he knew that he kind of had an end. So he said, if you take one more drink, we had a ski trip with our children. He said, if you take one more drink, you're not going on the ski trip. You're going to rehab. Wow. wow. I just got chills. Yeah. And then, you know, and I, I haven't had a drink since then. And I mean, that first 24 hours, I, it hurt. I was, I was pacing around the house. I mean, it was painful. It oh yeah. Was, I, I, well, your body, your body, it's not just your mind. Your body is, Sick. I mean, yeah. it's it's dependent used to, on yeah, it. It's, it's, yeah. I mean, I mean, that's a real withdrawal. I, I agree with you that doing that on your own with no medication, no medical support, that is high. Because I, I, my cousin's sober, and my dad is sober. 
But I remember when my cousin flew down to Miami with a jug of vodka on the plane because he was going to rehab. Wow. And he just said he couldn't stop, you know, or he, he might have a heart attack. I mean, that's how... Yeah. Or a stroke. So, right. so he had this jug of vodka, literally walked into the house. I'll never forget that image. And then the morning, my dad drove him to a medical facility. So you, so that I commend you. That is a huge feat. Yeah. And it, I don't recommend it. I think everyone should do it in a medical setting because there is so much that can go wrong. I agree. So I always want to throw that out there. Like, I did that, but I don't recommend it. Always seek, you know, professional help. I do want to say, too, and I just want like everyone that listens to you know that I um, messaged Lala probably two or three days later and said, cause I knew she was sober and I found her on Instagram. I said, you know, hi, I'm Bronwyn. How did you do this? Can I do this? Wow. You, and Lala was so sweet. She got right back to me. She's like, I'm proud of you. Yes, you can do it. My cast has been supportive. And so I just, I just want to throw that out there that when I reached out for help, you know, and advice, I didn't know in, in the climate of the shows that we film is it possible to stay sober on a reality show that has a lot to do with drinking? And you were like, absolutely. That's an amazing point. I, I, I you know, Lala's been on her show a long time. And I remember when you got sober, babe, exactly what she just said. You said to me, am I going to be able to be on the show sober? Is my cast going to be supportive? Am I going to get along? Am I going to be the same Lala? Am I going to be a different Lala? Am I going to even make sense? You were really, really confused in the beginning of not about whether to be sober, but whether or not it makes sense anymore for you. And you were nervous. I re- we talked about this. Of course, it's a scary thing when when you go into film and it's such a big part of the show. I don't think and that is not me labeling anybody as an alcoholic. It's a self-diagnosed thing. But it's like, by the way, we're filming you at 10 a.m. tomorrow. Fuck yeah, we're going to get it popping. Mimosas at brunch. <laughs> it's an all-day thing. And what every people, scene you went to, you every would drink. Scene, every scene, of course, obviously. No, but I don't think audiences know that. I think you should explain, like, they were always set up in bar settings or whatever. It was just part of the of social. Of course, and I'm sorry, but people with alcohol in them is a much more interesting. You're uninhibited. You say crazy <laughs> shit. I've learned that so I, without the alcohol, I'm still saying crazy shit. <laughs> but when Bronwyn reached out to me, I was, you know, because Bronwyn and you, you can relate to this. When you're watching a show, you're like, they're just ha- like me filming a show. I'm like, I get it. Like everyone's out. They're having fun. They're filming, you know, and when cameras shut down, you go back to normal life. I never knew how to go back to normal life. But I I watched the show, Bronwyn, and, you know, your weaning party. You know, I just looked at you drunk as like, fuck, yeah, it's a weaning party. She's done breastfeeding. Like, awesome. (laughs) You know? So when you reached out to me, it was like, wow, like she suffered when the cameras went down just as much as I did. Yeah. When the cameras shut down, I did it. And I will say, too, you know, there's a lot they don't show. I think they they try to protect us, maybe. At least they try to protect me because you don't see me passed out on the chair later. Or they didn't air the third day in Miraval when I was walking around literally with a bottle of tequila in my purse, drinking it straight, like. I almost got kicked off an airplane. My production had to beg to let me on. Lala, too. Lala and you have a lot in common. You almost got kicked off, too, going from Vegas. Yes. I mean, it's not funny, but it's like. (laughs) We can laugh. You guys can laugh. You guys, now you're sober. 
Yeah. You have like, to laugh. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so I think people might have thought maybe she has a problem. But then also, when everyone else is drinking excessively, it's easy to kind of blend in. And I was also really good at lying. I had a I had a lie for everything. Oh, yeah. And they're good lies. Yeah. And you like wonder how you came up with it. You're like, damn, even I yeah. believe that shit. <laughs> yeah. Like, I, I totally believe I don't have a problem. You're right. I probably lied so well that I didn't think I had a problem either. <laughs> That's the problem. No, you're like, I just like to drink and I can handle myself really well when I drink. And, you know, <laughs> because the producers didn't catch you with your hand in your purse, you know, with the bottle. <laughs> right. <laughs> Our producers aren't so nice. They, they want to catch me doing that shit. Um, we're going to take a quick break, and then we will be back with Bronwyn. Hey, you guys. It's Lala Kent with my fiance, Randall. And we have my sober sister and friend and also, you know, Bravo family member, Bronwyn. Hey, babe. Hi. Hey there. I love that you say that too, Bravo family member, because it really has been so amazing to get sober in this family. There has been so much support from everyone at Bravo, like cast, crew, everyone. I agree with you. The one thing I I noticed when Lala got sober is that everybody at Bravo and everybody at her production company, Evolution, you know, they really embraced you, Lala, and they were very supportive. And I got to give credit because I bet you not all studios and networks are the same, but but Bravo really, really rallied around Lala and, and gave her all the support she needed. It was very, yeah. very So calm. when we, my first year completed of uh, the show and being sober, and Bronwyn, I'm sure you'll get this. I'm going to spoil the surprise. But you know how they send us those baskets of like, yay, congratulations on another season. Here's some wine and chocolate. They're like gift baskets. Mine right. came with... <laughs> like fruit and nuts and like sparkling water (laughs) and me I was like wow they changed it this year and I asked my cast members and they're like no law it's because you don't drink I'm like they went through they like thought about that for me (laughs) you know it's sweet it is I I have I have a story too at my first AA meeting I had someone from the crew that I mean they didn't film it but walked in with me and basically held my hand and took me to that person wow damn Wow. That, that is something that, you know, that I really want to share is someone from Evolution held my hand and took me to my first meeting and sat in that chair for me for that a whole hour because I was so, you know, broken and embarrassed. And I couldn't get in that door on my own. Getting to my first meeting was hard. And I had Evolution behind me. And it's, I mean, like, I still just tear up because as crazy as it sounds, I don't know if I would be sober if it wasn't for the show you feel like it acted as a mirror for you to see like your real life behavior it was and I'd also I was accountable right all of a sudden I was accountable and because I've tried to get sober before and I would make it like five days you know what I mean it just never I I knew I had a problem for a long time but I couldn't do it and sort of having knowing that I was doing this on camera and that I was going to have to be accountable made such a difference. Those first three months, I'm not going to lie, were horrible. 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 Those first 90 days are just, you're, I was in it. I was not in good shape. But God, once I got past those first 90 days, it was like, wow, this is, what, this is what life's about. This is amazing. And remembering that you can be fun. I really thought I would never have fun again. I, I know. Isn't that funny? Fun. <laughs> 
And you seem like the type of person where you don't need a drink to be interesting. Like just talking to you right now, which I don't know about you. Well, actually, I do know about you. When I would do podcasts, not sober, I was I'm like, it's a podcast. We're drinking. We're doing this. We're drinking. Like it was just like, that's what we do. Right. Did your older kids and I hope I'm not stepping over any boundaries, but did did your older kids realize that something was a little bit off with their mom? Absolutely. So this is not, I went to rehab 10 years ago. Okay. So they, my older kids have been through this before. Um, they saw me get sober and then I had a bunch of kids. So I didn't drink for like seven years because I was having back-to-back babies. Wow. So they have been through this before. They've, they've seen me hit bottom. Uh, we were living in DC at the time. I've had a couple of bad experiences, but they've, they've been on this roller coaster with me since they were little. So they have seen it. It's actually like my third time trying once in DC, once in Miami now. So they, they knew and they were grateful I was getting help. My little kids, I mentioned now that I go to self-help meetings. I'm, I, I'm very open about it. Cause I grew up in a house where we didn't talk about this. It runs in my family. Right. And it was like, shushed. Like, shh, don't talk about that. Right. So I think the little ones, for age appropriate, know that mommy can't drink alcohol. You know, the older ones though. Oh yeah. They get it. I mean, they have seen it. One of them is scared to even try drinking. Cause you know what I've gone through. She petrifies her. Wow. And we do, I will say on the show, you, we do have interviews with my children and we do talk about this. Uh, same with Sean, because alcoholism is a family disease. It's not just me. You know, Sean goes through a self-help meeting now too, um, to deal with his, you know, his issues. It's definitely affected everyone and everyone's in therapy to deal with this. Cause I, yeah, I definitely put my older kids through some really hellish years, you know, I commend you because honestly to owe that and be so aware of, you know, the effects that, you know, your drinking has had on people. That's amazing. And, and I commend you for stepping up and making sure family is, you know, all insulated and has the tools that they're going to need to, to, you know, to move through this because obviously you guys love each other. And anyway, very proud of, of the things you said here. And I give you a lot of props. And I think, uh, I think just being able to say that you're an alcoholic. It's the first step. Is, it's is, the hardest, the hardest step, actually. It's step one. the hardest. I do just want to say how amazing it is though for you because you get to have a, you know, a daughter and she gets to see sober mom. And like, that is such the best gift. Uh, you know, there's, there's no crib or fancy stroller that is better than having a sober parent. So that is just so amazing. I really, you know, there's been many times where I have questioned if there is a God or a higher power. And two things happened two years ago that brought me to the conclusion that there is somebody looking out for me. And that was the fact that I was still breathing after my dad died and the fact that I got sober. I'm like, there, someone is looking out for me. And, you know, Bronwyn, I think even though, you know, there's a lot of healing that needs to be done in your family, there was a lot of healing that had to be done in my family. That's just what happens in families that have alcoholics and addicts, you know, you guys are going to come out of this on top. I'm sure you're already seeing like, such a difference in your children and just like seeing their mom and even though you know you and I are alcoholics and that's our weakness and we are powerless over that there's nothing stronger than than someone who can get sober there's not 
it is such like it's such a beautiful thing too. And for anyone that's listening, I just want them to know life is better. Life is fun. You can still go out with your friends. You can still travel. Like life actually gets so much bigger and better. And there's no more limits. You don't. There's no limits on what you can do. It's amazing. Amen amazing. to that. And I'll say one thing. Lala encourages people that do drink to drink as much as they can. And <laughs> That's <then> <laughs> not true. I encourage people who don't have a problem to have a drink yes, for me. I'm saying it in a fun way. <laughs> yes. I'm saying when we're out, when we're out, Lala will be like, you guys do shots. And then Lala will pour a water shot and she'll hold it up. And then she just thinks it's fun. She's like, let's do another one. And everybody's like falling off the table. Well, I'm like jealous of normies. I'm like, they, they're they getting drunk because it's a Friday night. And then they're like, this is going to be their like fun for the month. Like, I wish I could do that. I can't. It's like, just because I'm sober doesn't mean I want. I don't want to instigate trouble. Oh, yes. No. Right. I yeah. I just want to remember what I did. <laughs> exactly. I love it. And how how many days sober are you, Bronwyn? It's nine months on the 30th. Wow. Oh, my gosh. I am so proud of you. Nine months is gigantic. And uh, Lala has her two-year birthday coming up this week. Yeah. This week. You know, I don't even think you realize how many people you've touched with this, you know, because, like, I knew you were sober. And just watching you do it made me think, okay, then I can do it. And it's I'm so wow. happy that you're sharing this because... Even people that aren't reaching out, and I'm sure you're like me right now, you get tons of people that are, but for every one that reaches out, there's probably a hundred that don't. It says, you know, if Lala can do it, I can do it. And Well, Bronwyn, I, she so has tears in her eyes right now, and I just happy. wanted to, she has tears in her eyes. It, I just say thank you, because you helped me get sober, and it's, knowing that you did it gave me the strength to keep going and to do it, because... So I just don't think we sometimes realize that we touch people. And I just want to say thank you to you because I knew that you were going through this and it gave me the strength to think, okay, if she did it, so can I. I am extremely humbled uh, by you saying that, Bronwyn. Thank you very much. And thank you for sharing your journey on national television for millions of people. I like admire you so much. And we're, you and I are going to keep in touch I'm going to catch yes. you on some Zoom meetings. That's what's up. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you know what? Will you send me a link? I would love to go to one with you. Bron, when I have a Sunday meeting, you'll die for. So I'll send you send that link. Zoom link. Send me the Zoom link. I would love to join you on that. that I got you. Amazing. I got you, okay, girl. Cool. And thank you so much for, for joining us today. Go slay. Watch what happens live. All right. We'll have fun. Thank you, guys. Thank Bye, you. Bye, babe. Bye. I just got to tell you, Lala, watching you get emotional, I can tell you that I am so proud of you. And the fact that you do, I see you reach out to people all the time when they hit you up and say, I'm trying to get sober. I just got sober. You drop everything you're doing to respond to people and look at the work, how it's affecting people. I just, I'm very proud of you. It's a the very, very moving well, uh, thank to you. hear her, to that, hear her journey and what she's accomplished and how. The I mean, I got to, I got to kind of go through my journey. Let's see, October, November, December, January. I mean, I was seven months sober when I started filming Vanderpump Rules. So for me, it was like she was in it. Oh, We're going to see like yeah. it very raw on yeah. Housewives of OC. and But that's great for people because now people get to see that it, her struggles and her. Yep. But now she's come out of it nine months later. She's still sober. So that's that's I think that's going to be really special to see. Oh, my gosh. I agree with you. And I I turned two tomorrow. 
It is my wow. two-year two-year sobriety birthday. Yo, yo, party! <laughs> I, I am a proud member of Alcoholics Anonymous, and a huge no. part of the program is offering service. So when you say you see me, I feel like I have to go through my DMs because there are people in there that are like really struggling who reach out to me and I just feel like I could be like that one tipping point that could make them say like I can do this you know yeah yeah so just really quickly if if, if you're struggling with addiction and AA or anything like that terrifies you giving up your drink or your substance terrifies you I get it. I just recommend getting the big book on Amazon. Just start highlighting things. You don't have to make any decision. Just start highlighting things that resonate with you and go from there. But just know I, I have your back. Go to a meeting. Yeah. yeah. And it's one day at a time, baby. My, it was so funny because my sponsor, I texted her and I was like, by the way, it's my second birthday on Thursday. And she was like, why don't you take a cake? And I was like, I don't count days that haven't been completed sober. <laughs> Wow. She was like, next week we'll do it. All right. Well, listen, this has been a really moving it episode. Was awesome. And honestly, I'm very proud of you, Law, and I'm proud of Bronwyn and all the people in the world that uh, live a sober life and made that decision and all the people who are brave enough to do that. So it's been a beautiful episode. Bye, you guys. Welcome to Talkville, the ultimate Smallville rewatch podcast. Guest star Sarah Carter as Alicia Baker. Although I didn't really work with her a lot. But Tom did, and they had some real big smoochy scenes. Yeah. Can we talk about that? Could there be any more sex? What was the three-page makeout scene that just kept going? Good Lord. We get it. They have chemistry. Jump in now or catch up on any of the past seasons of Talkville on YouTube or wherever you listen.